Well, hello everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We're on a journey called The Value of the Leader, an eight-part series designed to smash the limitations of the poverty-type mentality and thinking. Over the last two weeks, we've covered two things so far. Number one, a poverty spirit or a poverty mentality is a limiting way of thinking built on a spirit of lack, defeat, neglect, or helplessness. Now, It's hard to lead when that's your default identity. That's why trying to be a leader with a poverty mentality is always going to hold you back from your leadership growth and maturity. And then secondly, last week we looked at this. A poverty mentality is a gospel issue. When the gospel doesn't connect people to their heavenly father, they left trying to earn value from the world instead of receiving it from the father. So if you missed either of those episodes, please go grab them, listen to them, download the notes. And I really do hope that that will lay a foundation for what we're going to chat about today which is point number three, why is it so important that a leader understands their value? And let me dive straight into it and give you the big idea. I'm absolutely convinced of this. Valuable people will live valuable lives and they'll add value to the people around them. I'm convinced of that. But people who struggle with a sense of value, what happens is they will shrink their world to their low sense of value while trying to earn value from the world around them. Let me say that again. For me, this is, this is the big idea around the whole series. When you know your value, and it's not a proud, arrogant thing because we're receiving it from the Father, but when you know you're valuable, the Father's made you valuable, you will begin to feel you've got value to add. You'll live a valuable life. But if on the inside, there's always that lack, there's a, you're struggling with your self-worth, struggling with your sense of security and identity, what's going to happen is instead of adding value, you're going to try and take, take value from others to build yourself up as you shrink your life down to the sense of value you find in the world. That's why leaders, we've got to break through in this. And I'm praying that will happen. Now, I'm going to take you to a classic example. And I'm sure you've heard this story many times, one of my favorites. But here's someone who did not understand their sense of value. And as I read this, I want you to see the gap between his thinking, poverty mentality, and God's thinking. So Judges chapter 6, verses 11 to 16. Remember Gideon? Here's the story again. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joash the Abizarite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not God, the Lord, bring us out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of the Midians. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Now, do you see this huge gap? Let me give you three examples. Gideon was living in fear. God was calling him a mighty warrior. Gideon saw himself as a helpless victim. God saw him as a deliverer leader. Gideon saw himself as weak and inferior. God saw him as a conqueror. Do you see what a difference there was in terms of his sense of value and identity compared to what the father saw? That big gap is what was holding Gideon back from doing what God had called him to do. Notice the source as well of Gideon's value. God didn't encourage him by saying, no, that's not true. You're amazing. You've done great things. No, no. What did God say? The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Am I not sending you. 
I will be with you. Do you see where the value comes from? God wasn't trying to blow wind into the things Gideon had done in the past. He was just reminding him, no, no, your value is in me. I am with you. I am sending you. I will be with you. None of this value was earned. It was all received from God. The big idea, valuable people live valuable lives and so they add value to others. And that's what we see as this penny dropped, as Gideon came to this revelation of what God had been saying to him. If you know the rest of the story, you know that Gideon rose up as this conquering leader. And with just 300 men, led Israel to victory over one of the greatest armies ever. This huge Midianite force, they said they couldn't even count them. They were like sea uh, grains of sand on the sea. So what's the big challenge? How valuable do you feel? And I want you to be honest and take a moment to reflect on this. Do you feel valuable? Have others told you that you're valuable? What do you tell yourself? If you had to measure yourself right now from 0 to 10, 10 being super value, 0 being nothing, honestly, how valuable do you feel? As I've asked people that question, normally it's kind of between a three and a four. That's a fail. No wonder so many leaders are not adding value because they don't feel like they have any value to add Now, what does the world do? Well, the world values us in different ways. Some of them are your performance or ability. That's where the pressure comes from. And I know this because sometimes Sunday morning, I'd wake up knowing I've got to preach and I've got to minister with a sense of pressure. Where does it come from? It comes from this poverty mentality, thinking I've got to perform to prove my value. It comes from your wealth or achievements. Why people run after money, run after status, thinking surely if I've got all the toys, it's going to make me look valuable. Your beauty, your strength. Why are people so obsessed? It's good to be in shape. It's good to look after yourself. But sometimes the striving for beauty and striving for physique and body is to make themselves feel more valuable or attractive. But even beautiful and rich people often don't feel valuable because there's always someone richer or more beautiful or more successful. Well, the other thing the world will do is then try and run down your value. The danger of social media, and I'm not against social media, but be careful because sometimes you're scrolling through Instagram or whatever and all you're seeing is how amazing everyone else looks and you see the incredible accomplishments and all the time what you're doing is you're comparing your life to their life and your value is not going up. Normally it's going down because you're seeing their highlights and you're just living a normal life. Sometimes it's that inner voice of condemnation that belittles you. What what is the voice inside of you? Sometimes we live with our own voice uh, sabotaging ourselves. You're not good enough. You can never do this. You're a failure. You won't amount too much. Sometimes it's the voices of the past. Could be parents. Could be things that happen in our our youth growing up telling us we're not good enough or not worthy. Or sometimes it's the, the voice into the future of fear. You could never. You're not worthy. The stage is too big for you. But what does your father say. And this is what it's going to come down to. In fact, for the next five weeks, this is the question that we're going to be focusing on. What does the father say about your value? Believers, it's time to believe. If we're going to smash this this poverty mentality with the voices of the world, social media, everything crowding in on us, the way we're going to do it is by responding to the voice of our father. So for the next five weeks, we're going to look at five ways the Father communicates value to us. And I'm hoping and praying that as we do, those old limiting thoughts will be broken in Jesus' name. So let me leave you quickly three questions to ponder. Number one, what did you score yourself out of 10 for how valuable you feel? What does the Father score you at? Remember, Gideon scored himself about a two, but the Father was talking 10. What about you? Number two, what voices have shrunk your sense of value? Could it be a voice of a parent in the past? 
Could it be the voice of social media, your own inner voice? What voices are shrinking you? And then number three, how do you relate to Gideon's story? How would you feel if God spoke those words over you? Once again, I hope it helps. I hope that we're understanding just how important this issue of value is for the leader. May the Lord bless you. And next week, we dive into the first of the five ways that God communicates your value. Look forward to seeing you then. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.